0: host here with your co-host Chris the fantasy expert and in today's show we will be previewing week nine of the fantasy season and we've got all the usual segments on here news big questions waiver wire start set, it and booms and busts and we'll talk about all those and uh, I'm excited to be here episode 36 and Chris I know you're excited as well so you ready to- yeah. I guess we can get right in in a moment mm-hmm.
1: episode 36 is a show that you can't miss
0: yeah it's an even the first even number in two weeks
1: whoa that's... <laughs> way to go Calvin. that's some high quality math
0: yeah exactly i probably should be taking like co- a college math course right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right well that was quick i guess do we have anything else to talk about in the intro i guess we have the on the notes page i made sure to put our waiver show starts next week now what does this mean what we're gonna do is instead of running urgent ads which, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you probably know what that is. It means that it's a website section or a Twitter section on my Twitter page where every like Tuesday, I post guys that you need to add from the waiver wire who will be gone by the time the waiver period ends on Wednesdays. And because this podcast releases on Wednesdays, we can't really talk about those guys because they'll probably already be gone in your league if you have a competitive league. So what we're going to do, I've always been doing the urgent ads, but Chris and I decided we're actually going to move the regular show to Wednesdays, or we are going to record Mm -hmm. on Wednesdays and release on Thursdays, and we're going to have a waiver show on Mondays. And I like this Mm -hmm. idea, Chris. And then if there happens to be, like, a guy on Monday night who you should urgently add, I'll tweet about them. So you can find that at Calvin underscore SGF on Twitter.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not really anyone that you should urgently add because everyone is going to be on waiver wire.
0: Yeah, exactly. So no more urgent ads. Let's go! Just kidding, mm-hmm. I love writing urgent ads. But, um, I mean, you can either find them on the website, tinyurl.com slash pod, or find them on my Twitter page, and I'll post them on one or the other each week. So, I guess. Anything else? Time to
1: start the show? Is it already here?
0: Wait, wait, is, are these mics on? Yeah, they are. All right, we'll move on to some news. <music> news. All right, let's get started. We've only got a couple of pieces of news so far, or not so far, for today, and both of them have to do with the 49ers. George Kittle is out eight weeks with a foot injury. I think he has a fracture in his foot, so he is likely going to be out until week 17. That's the end of the fantasy football season, and we'll talk about his backup, Jordan Reed, a little bit more later, but for now... I mean, this definitely hurts the 49ers offense because mm-hmm. even though, I mean, they've been always been very run heavy. And when they did pass, they passed a lot to the tight end, not as much to their wide receivers. So Chris, I I'm guessing we might see a bit more of Brandon Ayuk now. I mean, they might have to change their offensive scheme or at least we'll definitely be seeing a lot of Jordan Reed.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of things going on here. There's a lot of moving pieces in this offense, but uh, I think, Nick Mullins, he's going to be able to serve well. I don't know how who he's going to throw to or all that. You know, I think that it's going to be maybe for this week, you stay away from 49 er players, at least putting them in your lineup. Definitely go ahead and pick them up. But I think that's going to be interesting to watch and find out what kind of a target share we see from some of these guys like Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne and then Ebo Samuel. Once he comes back, you've got Brandon Ayuk over there. There are a lot of guys that are in question right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's the other piece of news. Jimmy Garoppolo is likely out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain per Mike Garofalo. This dropped just before we started the show. And yeah, I mean, this has to do with it. Nick Mullins is a fine backup, but like, I mean, the pass catchers, the wide receivers in the 49ers offense are simultaneously getting a fantasy value boost and then like a slight drop. I don't know if Nick Mullins changes it that much though because I feel like he's pretty similar to Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of skill.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I—I I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, as predicted, just never really got off to a <laughs> the start that I think a lot of people were looking for him to get off to. So I don't really know if he has, uh, if he has any. If the Forty ers value like is diminished by Nick Mullins becoming the starter, I think it really stays the same. So yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, nobody was really excited for Jimmy Garoppolo. I had him as a mid-tier QB mm-hmm. two. You had him unranked. I think he's fallen somewhere in between. Yeah. Alright. Wait, 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 wait. I want to check that. I want right, to check that. heard. do it, it in points per out. game. Points per game we gotta check. I was about to move on to big questions and we would have gotten to news and big questions within the first like 10 minutes of the show or whatever it's been. <laughs> Dang. Alright, well, I mean that's all we have for news today. So... He's um... averaging 10.7 points per game. No, he isn't. Well, no, that includes the game he was hurt. Or the games, didn't he get hurt in the middle of the Yeah, he got hurt in the middle of the game. Still pretty bad, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Twice he got hurt in the middle of the game. So okay. It's looking more to be around, I'd say... 18,
0: 19, 20.
1: 15. Okay. So that's not horrible. That's about backup quarterback range.
0: Probably mm. a bad backup quarterback, but, I mean, still draftable. <laughs> oh, wait. I was like, is there a siren in your background? For a second, I thought that was like a fire truck.
1: <laughs> no, it's just are not so sure about this claim by Calvin here but okay <laughs> for another time for the victory lap episode
0: yeah the victory the lap episode let's go after the season all right let's move on to big questions big questions all right so we've got four big questions instead of 3 today and we put this on, this is I'll read it to you directly verbatim from the note sheet trade deadline colon, why is no one trading Question mark! Exclamation point! 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 Parentheses: Isaiah Ford and DeAndre Washington traded. Dot dot dot. Exciting! Six exclamation points! Close parentheses. Yeah,
1: that's that's that sums how we it feel up right now. hmm.
0: I mean, why Isaiah world, Ford was traded no to the?
1: Like,
0: oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wh-
1: I mean, th- there are traits going on, but nothing exciting. Like I guess two trades. Like the literally, I was hoping for some kind of like interesting NFL action, but now as a fourteen year old teenager, it feels like politics are the most exciting thing of the day over football. Like what? The- Come on, trade deadline is to be the thing. <laughs> <It's very laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, we got two trades. Isaiah Ford went to the Pats. DeAndre Washington went to the Dolphins. Both trades involved the Dolphins. The Dolphins were very, very busy. I think
1: I went from very, multiple very busy traded I acquired a Washington and a seventh rounder for a, From for a sixth rounder.
0: Multiple sources, I believe NFL networks Ian Rappaport was one. The I mean the Packers and Texans were negotiating about Will Fuller, but the Texans were and they, they had differences on price. I mean according to various oh. reports,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: they wanted a second rounder yeah. for Will Fuller for half a season.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Oh, and I don't wait know a I minute. Okay, wait, we just got a piece of news. So, um, the reason a Dolphins, this is according to Barry Jackson on Twitter, who uh, he's a Mi- he writes for the Miami Herald. He just reported that the reason the Dolphins acquired DeAndre Washington is that Miles Gaskin has a sprained MCL and is expected to miss three games. So, does this mean Jordan Howard resurgence? Hmm. Matt Rita? be
1: interesting. Matt Rita.
0: DeAndre Washington?
1: Guys, I mean, this isn't in our waiver wire section, but if you're listening right now, go ahead and pick up uh uh Rita Howard. Anyone that's still available, honestly. I'd say highest priority just because Howard has been so actually, I'd say highest priority is Howard just because we know he's gonna get the goal line carries as he always had. I mean James Washington could be an interesting pickup, even uh and of course Map Rita. Whoever you can get, go ahead and pick him up. I think that's gonna be definitely worth though. Waiver wire edition. If you have them, so a little add on to the waiver wire thing.
0: Jordan Howard is available in our league. So is Matt Breida. He's been a healthy scratch, um, for the past couple of weeks. So maybe Matt Breida's the better add. I'll have to figure that out after the episode. What I want to do because need some running back help at least until my guys come back.
1: Yeah, me too. I have uh, McCaffrey and Aaron Jones, and I thought this was finally the week that I came back. <laughs> but I'm not sure. It could be. It could maybe. be, guys.
0: Maybe. All right. We spent way too much time on this. Wasn't even supposed to be a real big question. We just put it in there. Mm. But the second big question is: Is Le'Veon Bell's time coming soon? I he wasn't wasn't good last week, but
1: I think he got the same amount
0: of touches as C.E.H.
1: I think I think this is actually going to continue. I think that really maybe a little bit of a more of a bump up for Le'Veon, but at the moment I think that this rate is going to kind of continue. I don't think, especially when they're such a good team, they're want they're going to want to try and just or they drafted. CH in the first round they're not going to just totally leave him out of the offense especially because he's been playing well I think that this is going to continue so I i mean honestly I think that depending on who's playing better it's going to flip flop a little bit but I'd give the advantage to Le'Veon
0: yeah I mean because the Chiefs pass so much it's honestly like kind of hard to have two running backs good mm-hmm. in that offense I think Bale yeah. will eventually get probably a 60-40 split he will be maybe I'd 55 I'll say back end RB2 maybe mid-tier mm-hmm. RB2 I Thompson. know. I don't
1: think he's an RB2 in he, that offense. He's playing Carolina committee. this
0: week. This might be his breakout time.
1: Yeah, but I just don't trust it in a committee. Like, I don't know. We just see it, If the offense was run heavy, like if it, if we were talking about the 49ers here and Kyle Shanahan, then I'd say go ahead and uh, you can definitely put them as a mid tier RB2, but right now I just feel like they both kind of fall in that RB3 range.
0: Yeah, I guess it's fair, but like, it's not like he's useless on your roster, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And he'll have some he should probably have at least one big game I hope for my fantasy mm-hmm. team. Yeah. All right. Next big question. We actually talking about the 49ers in three segments. And uh, <laughs> it's who to trust in <laughs> Chris wrote this question. Who to trust in a 49ers offense that is as scrambled as the eggs I had for breakfast. Um so who are we going to trust? Running backs, I think it's pretty clear that we're trusting Raheem Mostert when he gets back because, like I predicted, like mm-hmm. no one else predicted, Raheem Mostert pretty much took over that backfield. So if he ever stays healthy... A ton of then... people
1: were predicting that. What do you no, mean? I had him higher than any expert on fantasy football. That pros. doesn't mean you predicted that. Quote, unquote, expert. predicted him to be that good. <laughs> what? Everyone predicted him to, him to be the number one guy. Yes,
0: but I said that he was clearly the number one guy. That's what I predicted.
1: Clearly, wow. No, I'm just kidding. out I... I get where you're going, but uh, yeah, I I like Raheem Mostert once he comes back. I think that's going to really be the running back situation, but uh, we'll talk about another running back later. Or be 18, my Mostert. Wire thing. Mostert. Uh, but then in the pass-catching scene, George Kittle, I mean, I kind of like what one of our league managers did. He basically traded the Rams defense, and he acquired George Kittle, and what George Kittle is expected to be out, and I'd expect him to be out, maybe he's it's worth doing something like that. because He's expected be to be, really be out helpful.
0: through week 16, so when the fantasy season ends. I don't know.
1: It's I don't know. I, I would trick. go ahead and do that, especially if it's just a defense. I feel like defense are, defenses are so replaceable and they're so easy to just stream, and that's better than having one defense, in my opinion, unless you have, like, the Steelers. So I, yeah. I kind of like that idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's fair. I mean, I would trust Raheem Mostert when he comes back. I'm trusting Jordan Reed. and No, actually, no. He's, Jordan Reed's going to get hurt. I'm trusting Jordan Reed for the two games that he plays until he gets hurt. And then mm-hmm. I, I'll i trust Debo and Ayuk, I think, can both be good. I think Ayuk has really established himself ahead of Debo, though. And maybe Kendrick Bourne, if Debo's out, will be okay. But I think the main guy you can really trust is Raheem Mostert, who, I mean, by the way, RB18 is not his rank right now. That's where I ranked him preseason for my half PPR rankings. That's uh-huh. going to help me a lot in the rankings competition against you.
1: Yeah. All and right. probably will.
0: Last piece of news. Is Joe Burrow a QB1 going forward? He played very well against Indianapolis, then was great. Uh, who did he play? Oh, my gosh. I'm not even uh, remembering. Last week he played the Titans and was okay. Who did he play two weeks ago?
1: Um, was it the Browns?
0: Um, Maybe. I don't know. Let me go see. But, I mean, either way, he's been very good. Oh, he played the Browns in his Mm -hmm. great week. Yeah, he had
1: over 400 yards that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was really good. I think Joe Burrow is a QB1 going forward because other than his matchups against tough defenses, I mean, even against Indy, Mm -hmm. he did well. But, like, I guess who's been middle of the pack against the pass. But I like Burrow because he's got the weapons. He's really developed a rapport with T. Higgins. He's played well in most of his games. And he actually – I mean, he doesn't – he hasn't run the ball as much as he did in, like, his opening game, but he does sometimes do those QB sneaks at the goal line. So, that – I mean, that's helpful for – that's two extra points for a touchdown. You're down at the one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, something that would have gone to Giovanni Bernard or Joe Mixon when he comes back goes to Burrow. So, I think Burrow's a back-end QB one going forward. Chris, would you agree?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that Burrow has – he's shown – he's shown up. And he has a few weapons – He's developed a bit more of a connection with AJ Green and enough that I was willing to roster AJ Green, actually. So that really said so- says something for how bad he did. So I think that's really big. And then, you know, I think that he's just he's going to continue to grow and develop. And as the season goes on, they're just going to want to feed him the ball more. They're going to want to get him more reps. Joe Mixon has been banged up a little bit. They're probably not going to want to give him 25 rushes a game. So I don't know. I it's kind of a lost season, but I think that they're going to be down a lot and they're going to be passing a lot. So I like Joe Burrow as a keeping one going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean I do too. It's good that we agree on that. So let's move on to waiver wire. <music> waiver wire. All right, we we've got some waiver wire pickups to talk about, and I'll start this time. The first my first one is Dexter Williams because. I guess him and Tyler Irvin are the only healthy running backs right now on the Packers because Aaron Jones was estimated as limited in Monday's practice report, which, I mean, they've said they're going to be really careful with him. So I wouldn't you think that he's going to practice fully if he, he's already? Like, they're going to wait till he's 100%. once he's 100%, he should theoretically be able to practice fully. So Aaron Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon are also both out because A.J. Dillon has COVID-19, and Jamal Williams was in close contact with him. So he's on the um, COVID list, and they're both out. So I think – I mean, Dexter Williams has been with the Packers for a long time, and we've mm-hmm. forgotten about him. Yeah. Or at least it feels like a long time. But, I mean, I think he's a good waiver wire ad. I think because he's been with the organization, he'll draw the favor of uh, uh, Matt LaFleur over uh, Tyler Irvin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I just – I agree with you. Tyler Irvin has been good at times, though. I've seen him had a few good passing plays. <laughs> a few good plays. Honestly. Yeah. I don't really want to start either of these guys. I, I mean, need to start Dexter Williams. I don't know flips. if I'm even really considering picking up any
0: either. I need mean, Dexter Williams as my All flex. Right. I mean, the problem is they're playing San Francisco. But I think Rodgers opens up enough space. Maybe Williams sneaks in a touchdown. 10 carries, 22 yards, one touchdown. Two receptions, 16 yards, one touchdown. That's yes. your prediction? Tyler Irvin will get eight for... Or no, no, he won't get eight. He'll get five for twenty-two, and then one target, one target you know, that, that he number doesn't twenty-two,
1: catch. don't you? But Kevin, I have a question. Going back to that George Kittle thing, what would you think? Like, like this is—I mean, I'm kind of considering it, but what kind of value oh, is there? Value for players placed like on injured reserve, like that are going out for eight weeks and they're not projected to come back until week seventeen. Is that, is there any sort of value with them? Well,
0: if they're not coming back until after the fantasy se- what do you, what do you mean?
1: Well, Calvin, if they're, pro- if they're, that's their timeline, now they could obviously beat out the timeline. Does that that's make That's the them-
0: situation we're facing. I mean, if they're good enough, gotta be at least, I mean, you get them back in the fantasy championship, that's huge. The player who got him in the, our league has Noah Fantas starting tight end. And I mean, even yeah. Noah, whether you hate or love Noah Fantas, George Kittle is an upgrade.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to think. Like, I'm just asking for a friend, but I wonder if he should do Joshua Kelly for George Kittle.
0: Oh, right. I see. <laughs> you you want to do Joshua <laughs> Kelly for George Kittle. All, all your trades involve Joshua Kelly. You're like, Joshua Kelly, Zach Moss, and A.J.
1: Brown for Keenan Allen. Well, Joshua Kelly was the was the running back three for the Chargers, and then Austin Eckler was going to come yeah, back. Exactly.
0: Troy Mayne Pope had a yeah. solid game.
1: Ugh, but Kelly gets the goal line work much longer is i don't know why joshua kelly and zach moss for melvin gordon during the show because i have it offered to me chris how many how many deals
0: over under like over under 20 how many deals have you sent that involve joshua kelly and or zach moss Oh, way over (laughs) (laughs) you just send random deals every day and don't even talk to me about them and it's like joshua kelly zach moss and aj brown for keenan allen and melvin gordon no way (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time on dexter wait how did we get over here oh because you said the thing about kale then we got to joshua kelly wow we went really off topic but uh you can start your first guy is Jamichael hasty who i talked about two weeks ago i believe
1: Mm -hmm. yeah uh, i like hasty i think that his value is growing coleman was ruled out and this is big for his value I think he's really a one-week ad with Moster. I think he's most likely out, right?
0: Uh, Moster, yeah, Mostert's definitely out.
1: Yeah, so maybe even another week you can get out of him Hasty for two weeks. He's definitely a good fill-in, especially if you if Aaron Jones. Remains oh wait, no, out. I didn't mean
0: next week. I know, I meant he's definitely out this week.
1: Yeah, I know. So possibly, yeah, next I guess. Week
0: too. I mean, Moster's probably unlikely to come back next week too. I think he can get two games out of Hasty before they're by. or it Muschelman mm-hmm. comes back.
1: Yeah. So. That's what you're really looking to do. And people with Aaron Jones, people with uh, what's another injured running back? How about I don't know. If you have an injured running back, I don't really know why I have to name them. You probably know if they're injured <laughs> on your fantasy team. Oh, but, uh...
0: I'll name mine: Raheem <laughs> Mostert, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders.
1: Yeah, if you have Calvin's <laughs> team, then you probably need to pick up to Michael Haysie because all of your running backs. Mm, I've got, are got some injured,
0: guys I so. want instead. Dexter Williams, Matt Breida,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right, two top targets. Calvin, you should trade me Austin Eckler. I'm
1: just thinking
0: about that. Yeah, you love Austin Eckler. Joshua Kelly and Zach Moss for Austin (laughs) Eckler. Of course. Joshua Kelly, Zach Moss, Austin Eckler. That sounds very fair. All right. I think, I mean, Mm -hmm. Michael Hasty has been productive. He's gotten good yards per carry, which Mm -hmm. doesn't mean everything. It means something, though. And, I mean, he's outplayed Jarek McKinnon, who is famously bad with the, the whole yards per carry thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh. But, um... Yeah, I don't, I like the pick. Just not enough to, maybe make my number, maybe I'll make him my number three claim. Except he's, is he owned in our league?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yes.
0: dang it. All right, my second waiver wire guy is Jordan Reed. You can have him for two games. Two games, you can get tight end one production out of him in the full game that he played without Kittle. Two, seven receptions, 50 yards, two touchdowns. And like, that's, that's Woo. pretty solid right there. Um, I mean, Ross Dwelley's going to be in there, but he's more of a blocking tight end. Jordan Reed is just so talented, but he's made of glass. He's had like six or seven concussions in his career, which, I mean, I don't know if that means he's made of glass. Yeah. It's just probably he hasn't protected himself that well. And then he's had so many other various injuries, like over under 20 jo- injuries unreported or reported that Jordan Reed has had. It's close.
1: I know. I mean, you uh, kind of feel bad for
0: him. Why- I don't know why he's still playing football. <laughs> no, he shouldn't be playing 20. football.
1: Basically, football players are injured like every single week. What'd you say? It seems like, basically, football. It seems like football players are injured. injured yeah, I mean every that's what
0: week. they they'll tell you. They'll say like on Monday, like I've been in many locker rooms. They will always say like if, if even though they're not on the injury report, they're injured. But like Tuesday or Monday is their rest day. But like Jordan, hmm. Re- yeah, Jordan Reed's just coming off of IR. <laughs> it's, it's it's great, or I mean, good for him. But like he's just coming off of IR after another injury. All right, your second mm. guy, Chris, is Nicole Hardman, and actually, I like this pick. He was one of my urgent ads, so I, I asked you to do him because I didn't want to do all three of my urgent ads, but he's a good pick.
1: Yeah, I know. I was going to do Hardman, actually, I think. I just hadn't seen him yet, but uh, I don't know. I think that he's just solid. He had a really good game, and that's enough for me in that high-powered offense. If he can have another good game, then that says something. So Yeah, I yeah. mean, he got
0: nine targets. Mahomes threw 42 times, so even if Mahomes th- gets down to, like, 30 times, like, the the ratioic property <laughs> says that he should get six or seven targets. Mm-hmm. All right. My last guy is Darnell Mooney, yep. who he's gotten some targets lately. He got six last game. And uh, what encouraged me is that I saw him getting targets, even with Alan Robinson still playing and Alan Robinson still produced. So I think Mooney, I mean, it was partly because Robinson was shut down by Marshawn Lattimore, but I think, the, no, they're the, uh, Bears are playing Tennessee this week. So I mean if if they'll be probably be passing a lot in that game and Darnell Mooney should be good. So he's a good waiver wire add. He's definitely worth a bench spot. Wouldn't start him just yet, but definitely worth a spot on your bench. He's been the what An- mm-hmm. everyone wanted Anthony Miller or everyone thought Anthony Miller would be.
1: Yeah, I mean Anthony Miller he's just <laughs> he, every year someone someone wants like, you know, Someone wants to say, oh, Anthony Miller's going to break out, and then not it always goes down. every year. Down. Oh, the last two years. I suppose,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I did pick Anthony Miller.
1: Then it goes, as Calvin likes to say, down the tubes.
0: Oh. <laughs> you act like that's not a common <laughs> phrase. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do like, I do like to say really. that, though. Who
1: says down the tubes?
0: But wait, down I the just tubes. realized something. Was there any, I don't think there was any, uh, there were a lot of surprising developments in fantasy. And we're back to Miles Gaskin again, jumping into the middle of the show. Was there anything more surprising than after the Dolphins signing Jordan Howard and Matt Breida in the offseason, going to Miles Gaskin almost immediately as their workhorse? Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, it doesn't that make any literally
0: sense. nobody, literally no one predicted. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Start or Sit. Starter sit. Wait, Calvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I already played the drop.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good. I thought you would play it, so that's why I said what? it now. But uh, would you ever be expecting that someone would do DJ Dallas for George Kittle? Oh my
0: season? gosh. No, DJ Dallas—he's not even going to be worth anything. Carson and Hyde and Homer might all come back this week. Homer mm-hmm. did play, but he was an emergency
1: yeah. guy. Wouldn't it be nice if Kittle's injury just turned out to be fake? <sighs>
0: <laughs> right, did, uh, uh, did you do that trade or something? You did? Yeah, I did. No. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice I did. one. Boy who cried out. Calvin,
1: here's the ultimate game. Now I bet I can get someone in our league to trade me like George Kittle for someone like better, and then I'm going to just continue to trade up until I get...
0: <laughs> I mean, you could do that with any player, you realize. You don't have to do
1: that. Yeah, I know. George Kittle. But like, wait no, what? I don't
0: believe you. George Kittle has I'm that checking. name
1: value.
0: Trade review. Oh my gosh, he actually did it! Unbelievable. Okay, mm-hmm. that why though? DJ Dallas is actually not worth anything. Except his his yeah. ma, his parents care about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was
1: so <laughs> <The> mean. <laughs> thing,
0: yeah,
1: I basically just t- traded DJ Dallas for the Rams defense. So let's go.
0: Smart. Wait, no, no. He traded Rams defense for DJ Dallas. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. We should ask him if he would have done Rams defense for DJ Dallas. He'll probably say no. Yeah, that,
1: that's actually kind of funny to
0: think that. Yeah. All right, anyway. No, but that was, that was mean. I was being too mean to DJ Dallas there. I said his parents care about him. That's yeah. it. I don't even know <laughs> him.
1: Okay, wait. How many I guess has I a lot to... of Twitter wait.
0: followers. Oh, Calvin, I just
1: realized. Uh since we're going since we like going back to the middle of things in the show, I don't think I ever talked about Alan Lazard, so what?
0: Oh we let's forgot about the waiver, waiver wire. wire. Should I not should I play okay, the Calvin, Calvin
1: Oh no, let's play play, the play, the yeah, waiver let's wire play it, it again. Let's Go. play it
0: again. Here it goes. Waiver wire. We played it again. Hello. Wait, that's everybody so stupid.
1: Welcome back to waiver Wire. Uh I'm going to talk about Alan Lazard a little bit. And I mean, especially with no Will Fuller trade, which was Kind of expected uh is expected to return this week from IR. So I mean he could be an interesting piece. He's had a few good games and he's really the wide receiver too there. We know how much work Devontae Adams gets so if even if even if a little bit of that floats into Alan Lazard's realm, that could be huge for him. Definitely I don't
0: think this is how drops are supposed to work where we play them. Yeah. Okay back to okay, starter back sit to starter sit go starter sit. <laughs> we're back to starter sit oh man the, thanks for giving me extra editing work and i'll be like waiver wire, <laughs> yeah. wire starter sit waiver wire starter sit um the first one is jerry judy versus the falcons and i'm gonna start him because drew Locke is coming back and that's such a nice matchup and when drew Locke was playing jerry judy actually was playing pretty well so i mean he, he was getting some targets and drew Locke is actually showing that he can be decent so i actually i really like mm-hmm. that um, that he's coming back for his fantasy value.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say sit here just because even when Drew Locke has been playing, he really hasn't developed much of a connection. It seems like KJ Hamler's getting a role. It seems like Kim Patrick is getting a role, who is really the guy that Drew Locke uh, likes to throw to. I don't think any of them are going to develop. and uh, or I don't think any of these receivers are going to have huge fantasy values, but I actually think that Jerry Judy could very possibly dip to the, to the bottom of this group. He just really hasn't been impressive. I mean, he hasn't had those big catches – he hasn't really done much to make me say, hey, I think he's worth a start. It's just too risky, even versus uh, the Fal- a Falcon team that's going to allow a lot of points. I just think it's way All too right, risky.
0: fair enough. We could go to another risky player, Marvin Jones, who's facing the Vikings. And the Vikings have been really bad against the pass. And Galladay, Kenny Galladay, is unlikely to play this week. That's why I'm going to start him, because I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Neither team has a good defense. Both teams have a good offense. Mm-hmm. And I think... Marvin Jones, he got two touchdowns last week. Hasn't really been getting many targets until his five catches last week, but I think that will change. Maybe, I think Marvin Hall might chip in some because he did last week, but Uh I think he'll he'll still be good. Oh, my gosh. We have to jump in again. What? No, he didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. No. Would you believe me if I said I thought that uh, Adam Gase was not going to get fired after this year? According to no, according please, to Calvin. Rich Simini Samini, Joe Douglas the GM said no. that he believes Adam Gase is part of the solution and he says he must do a better job as a general manager
1: No 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 Adam I'm Gase sorry. is not getting Jet fired Jet fans
0: I'm so sorry I mean what well, they don't uh, taking it's tanking! They got to institute a draft lottery. This isn't fair. They can't just keep an incompetent coach so that they can keep getting good players. It's not fair.
1: Oh my goodness! I am so, so- I feel so sorry for Jet fans. So sorry. <laughs> Adam
0: Gase is part of the solution. <laughs> everyone's posting like everyone's retweeting It's like giggle j- giggle gifts on Twitter. It's like that was Kyle Yates from Fantasy Pros, but like. Yeah, I just randomly saw that. That was insane. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. we keep breaking news in the middle of the podcast. Adam GaSe is part of the solution. What is this? Uh, what does this world come to? This is insane.
1: Yeah. Why is Adam GaSe? Anyway,
0: Marvin Jones. <laughs> Marvin Jones is a good start this week. A bit risky, but good reward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I, I like it. I think that you can get two touchdowns from him again. I mean, that's very possible. We know last year he had that one three touchdown game. He's had big touchdown games. Now he's facing a Vikings center- secondary that really has not been able to do much uh, much good this season, even though they are playing better. I think the Vikings offense is also playing so good that the lines are going to be playing a bit from behind, so they're going to have to be throwing a little bit. And like you said, Calvin Holliday is unlikely to play, so obviously that helps.
0: His All right. Yeah, next guy is Jamison Crowder versus the Patriots, and I'm going to start him because Crowder's target share has been ridiculous, and his numbers have he's been mm-hmm. genuinely putting up wide receiver one
1: numbers. Yeah, this is a, this is the only bright spot. Jamison Crowder. I mean, Crowder. I mean, they would have CJ Mosley, but CJ Mosley probably... opted out. Adam, Gasey. yeah, coward. <laughs> the solution. <laughs> Calvin, at the end for, for the victory lap, we we or how about we can, we can make a victory lap in award ceremony? Oh, that would be really fun to do, like an awards. We should of, award like, each
0: other like, with the victory lap. MVP.
1: No, 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 it would be fun to do like fantasy MVP or like most surprising comeback or biggest boom or biggest bust. You know, that would be kind of fun awards, and then we can do the the uh the only the uh good player from the Jets from the Jets team award. You'd think there would be multiple no, wait, people receiving so it, but no. It's only like, James. Yeah, Tratter. let's do that. It's like the office. It's like the Dunties. it's mm-hmm. the second yeah, and we can goal. The, we Fundies. Can the... Yes, the fun the or no. <sighs> we can they can be the SGFTs. That's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know where this show has gone. It's going down the tubes, as Calvin would say. <laughs>
0: no, just... Alright. Um
1: Corey Davis is our uh next one. He's facing the Bears. I'm definitely gonna say start here. His target share has been uh so big, and I think that the Bears are probably gonna be putting their number one corner on uh on AJ Brown, and I think that's gonna allow Corey Davis to find some good holes and especially in that man-to-man coverage, catch some deep balls. And I think that he's gonna finally find his way into the end zone. So I definitely have. I'm gonna say a
0: sit because I think the Bears are gonna just. I mean, AJ Brown's good enough where he'll do okay. But I don't know if there are going to be enough targets mm-hmm. to go around. This is going to be a big Derrick Henry game. So I mean, I think he's a sit for me, but I th- I do think he's a start in the future because he's been playing really well. He's finally sort of broken out. It's crazy. But wait, yeah, back to the award ceremony. Kind of hurts. So for wait, AJ Brown. I, I, yeah, I guess we should do awards. Like make our own awards, like the Dundies, the second dun- second undies. No, <laughs> no, no, no. The secondies. Why do we have to have such a long name? Chris, what do you think about the secondies? Uh,
1: uh, uh, I have no idea. We're going to think of this. Up. Or we can, they can be the, uh.
0: Maybe we could just call it the second and Goal fantasy podcast award show. No, but we, no, we do award fine. show. Then we do victory laps. And then we talk about like maybe a couple of guys that we missed at the end. It's going to be tough. If we do awards, I won't be able to do all of my victory laps. I'll have to cut out some of them. I have so many.
1: Ha ha ha. It's okay, Calvin. We can make it a marathon episode. I know you have a lot. Oh, we can. Twenty-four, 24 hour hours.
0: Twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. it we'll talk about every single player, right? Or Twenty
1: four hours of, of Calvin Marathon. Calvin can be like, ha, I was twenty I was twenty points off of Clado's layer. Chris was not, uh Chris was twenty one. We didn't do points Dang. projections, just so you know. I Calvin, I mean like not points, like rank I wasn't
0: twenty one spots off oh wait. <laughs> I might be, might be at the end of the year. We'll see. Um, DJ Chark versus the Texans. I think DJ Chark is a start. Yes, he didn't do well before the bye week. Yes, he's got Jake Lutton starting, but it's the Texans. Come on, the Texans and the Cowboys. You start everyone against them. Mm-hmm. DJ Chark. I mean, he's gonna be the only reliable piece other than James Robinson. So they're gonna have to go to him.
1: Yeah, I don't. I disagree with you, Calvin. I just think that his value is is really. I mean. He's really gone down the tubes. <laughs> but Adam
0: Gase is part of the <laughs> really solution. really
1: gone down
0: the tubes, so. Not the problem. No, I'm trying to remember. How what? did that come that up I... in the press conference? It's like, sir, do you think your coach is part of the problem in this dysfunctional franchise? <laughs> I think he's part <laughs> of the solution. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's my... that sounds like how it would come up. Mr. Douglas, mm-hmm. sure. Maybe we should we should have Maybe him on the podcast and be like, with as you know, we might coach. we are Adam GaSe haters, but mm-hmm.
1: explain to me like, why he's a. How smart do you man. strike back against us? How do you strike back against fourteen year old kids that say they could coach the New York Jets? I've led my
0: Madden franchise to seven and nine. I can coach the New York franchise better than them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
0: the the barometer. After I got fired from my handpicked drafted team that had one of the best, it had the second best overall in the league and I went 4-11-1 and got fired in my first season. (laughs) That's what should have happened to Adam Gase. Mm -hmm. Anyway.
1: Yeah, except Adam Gase isn't going to- So wait, Chris, are you not starting DJ Shark? If you're curious, uh... No, I'm sitting DJ Okay. Booms and busts.
0: Booms and busts. Actually, wait, let's go back to starters it. Just kidding. But (laughs) we're not going to play the drop again. All right, booms. Allen Robinson versus Tennessee. Like I said earlier, the Bears will be passing a lot to keep up with Tennessee's high-powered offense. And Allen Robinson played well, even when being covered by Marshawn Lattimore last year. He's just a very good player with Nick Foles. He's been, ever since Nick Foles took over, he's been so good. And he's a good buy low right now. I mean, he was probably a better buy low last week, but I think he'll really, he's a wide receiver one the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean it's been a bit surprising. I expected when Nick Foles came that he'd shoot up to that wide receiver one status. I would dispute it a little bit. I don't think he's quite there yet, though. He's definitely borderline. I just don't think that. I just don't think that the touchdown volume has been there. Though it has increased with Nick Foles, I will say it has increased with Nick Foles. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was not at at running any sort of offense, but I don't think that Allen Robinson quite falls under that wide receiver one tier. He's definitely borderline though. <laughs> And I just feel like he's been almost a little bit inconsistent, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I would uh, – yeah, I, I agree. I guess on second thought I would say maybe he's not quite a wide receiver one just because a lot of guys have broken out this year. But I, he's still I think very he, solid. I think,
1: I think he can be wide receiver one, but for me he's borderline. Well, yeah, because
0: so many guys have broken out this year.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: So – it's like Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs, all those guys, Adam Thielen, I guess. Well, I was kind of wrong on Adam Thielen. Hill. People predicted that. Um, Travis Fulgham. <laughs> oh, of course, yes.
1: All right, so wait, f- oh, wait, 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 Calvin. Can we go back to people predicted that Adam Thielen being a wide receiver one? Okay, um, okay, I got it wrong. i get. I got the wrong Adam once Thielen. in my life. Relax. Oh, my goodness. That makes me so mad where you had Adam Thielen. And wide remember, receiver 20 I be- behind Tyler I- Boyd. Calvin, I beat you up over that, and I always told you how wrong you were. You beat are, me You still kept it. Yes, I always, always oh, that's so mad at you. you.
0: You caused bruises?
1: Yes, I, I caused mental bruises to you. Oh, okay, good. How Not bad of a prediction that was. Not during
0: the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, your first boom is Chris... No. No. Er- I read the, the, your name on the sheet. It's Eric Brown. <laughs> wow, Bronze.
1: way to go. Yeah, Eric Ebron, he's been playing really good Uh, now. He's been playing well.
0: Superman plays good. No, wait. Superman does good. You do well.
1: Okay. Thank you, Calvin, for that. Uh, But he's facing Dallas right now. That is going to be a huge game for him. He's been very good lately. Ben Roethlisberger seems to like to throw to him a good amount. There's not really any other tight ends involved in that offense. They've been marching the ball down the field, playing great defense, so they have the ball a lot. There are a lot of things that are gonna go right for him in this game.
0: Yeah, I mean I like it. I've got another guy against Dallas, Deontay Johnson. He has outplayed Juju Smith Schuster this year. And anyone against Dallas defense, the Dallas defense you can automatically trust because the Dallas defense is dysfunctional. I think it's actually worse than the Jets' defense, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean Mike McCarthy, one and done coach. Really struggling. Especially from a secondary standpoint. I mean their defense line actually hasn't been that bad but they lost Leighton Vanderash at some point in the season. And then the secondary just has crashed and burned.
0: All right. Yeah, so my second – oh, no, that was my second guy. I'm getting myself confused right now. Your second guy is Chase Edmonds. I like the pick. He's facing the Dolphins this week.
1: Yeah, he's facing the Dolphins. It's another good matchup. And uh, he's been done really well, and he's played. He's very explosive, and he's shown at times that he can be really good. During that stretch when – when or when david johnson was out last year chase edmonds was very very good and i don't see why or well not when david johnson or yeah well i guess david johnson was out but not even for injury just because he was so bad Chase Edmonds is really explosive and i think that uh against a shaky dolphins run defense he's gonna have another big game
0: all right yeah i think um i yeah i guess for me he's probably a mid-tier rb2 this week mm-hmm. i think is that fair
1: I, I mean, yeah, I, I would definitely put him there. I
0: guess you could say he's definitely top 20, maybe top 15. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, that didn't land at all. All right, well, now we got to tell that, right? Yeah, now
1: we have to we tell We got to tell them
0: about that. So, well, it's all started with this. <laughs> no, There's it a all story started. named
1: Calvin. Oh. Calvin K on Twitter. That's where the story starts.
0: Okay, yeah, it started. Uh, with... Every
1: good story starts. <laughs> this story is where every good story on on starts.
0: At Calvin underscore SGF on Twitter. Yeah, I don't think this podcast has been as long as usual, so we've got time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: St- <laughs> I don't know how to start this. Okay, fine. It all started with a podcast that's not ours. It's probably one of the one it's one of the better podcasts. One Maybe you some could call it second best behind ours. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that would be a fair statement. Uh it's called yeah. the Spitballers Podcast, and I listen to I've listened to almost every single episode. And so they also host the the hosts. also host the fantasy footballers. So like the biggest fantasy football podcast besides ours. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And um, after the, (laughs) this sounds, it was so stupid. The tweet was, it was a stupid tweet. And then I got like famous for it. I didn't get famous, but you know what I mean? Anyway, it was, uh, they post all their shows. And so I tweeted on that show. This is definitely a top 20 episode for me. Maybe top 15. I was trying to give a compliment, and I mean, it kind of worked, but on their next week's show, they proceeded to make fun of me for about two and a half minutes straight over that, and I know it's all in good fun. It's fine. I'm happy about it, and it was funny to listen to. I was laughing the whole time, but that's where it came from, and then everyone started tweeting about it too, and they're like, definitely a top – best episode ever. Definitely top 15. So I'm famous, guys. See
1: yeah, Calvin is basically –
0: I'm world famous, I have 283 Twitter followers, and that's
1: about it. It's funny how, like, our podcast is the best podcast, yet we're, like, so excited to be mentioned on other people's podcasts, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, if getting mentioned on the second best podcast is pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah.
0: the, the, I mean, it's my favorite non-fantasy podcast, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with me. I, I mean, I don't really listen to podcasts check it so out. Much, but out. Listen,
0: listen to, to it, me, listen to, like, the first six minutes of it. Or the first five and a half minutes or so. And then you can hear that. And they're you just mm-hmm. know they're talking about your favorite podcaster. Yeah. Chris, notice you're not mentioned as the favorite podcaster.
1: Oh. I didn't notice that. Oh goodness. Okay, Calvin K.
0: All right. Maybe who knows? Maybe we'll get like another shout out on Twitter. It's like just heard your podcast. Funny. Thanks for shaming us.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: not shaming. I'm not shaming. Okay. Anyway. Let's go to
1: soon. our uh bus, I think. Wait, did you do your booms?
0: Yeah, I did my last boom. I did Deontay Johnson. So my first bust is after saying this for weeks is AJ Brown. I mean, it's not like he's a total bust. He's still going to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. Chris doesn't understand the fact that
0: sell highs can still be good players. He's like, yeah, but he's but good. He can't be a sell high. He's facing Chicago this week. He'll still be good, but Chicago's secondary is so good they can shut down uh, shut down many top wide receivers. And I think AJ Brown he will still be solid. Yeah, he's but very, it's gonna he's be very a Derek touchdown Kennedy. reliant right
1: now. Yeah, it's gonna be a Derrick Henry Derrick game. Henry's I kind not of agree with proof. you here. I wouldn't. I don't love AJ Brown this week. I wouldn't say him. He's a bust because I think he has really good touchdown potential. But if he doesn't find the end zone, he could be in a bit of trouble.
0: Yeah, and only four catches last week. Not the best against the Bengals. So like, I mean, it's not gonna live up to the expectations. A touchdown sort of saved him last week.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Anyway,
0: and my I'll just do my second. It's Lamar Jackson facing the Colts. He'll still be decent, but. Their run defense is one of the best in the league. And we've seen the way to beat Lamar is to get him to stop running and make him pass because he's actually, like when he's a one-dimensional quarterback, he's pretty mediocre.
1: Mm -hmm. Like he's still a starter, but a mediocre starter. Yeah, the Colts have been really good. I I love this pick, Calvin. I don't think many people would realize how good of a pick this is, but the Colts have been absolutely incredible. So uh, Against the run. I
0: mean, uh, Jackson will still be decent because, I mean, even last week against the Steelers when he was getting shut down, and I called that game on Sportscaster. You can follow us on the S-P-O-R-T-S-C-A-S-T-R app or go to sportscaster.com. Find us at SG Sports doc. I called that game. And Lamar still got like 14.6 fantasy points or something like that from the game. But he was clearly being shut down. So I still think he'll be decent. But he might have another like 13, 14, 12-point game, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he'll just be busting because people might expect, people are ho- expecting 20 and get, maybe even like 16 or 15 or 14 or 13 or 12.
1: Yeah, I I actually, I love this pick. I'd agree with you on the bus here. So, I mean,
0: yeah, as a quarterback, I'll probably definitely finish top 20, maybe top 15.
1: (laughs) And for me, I've I've got I've been throwing that into
0: conversation all day. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I I mean, I don't know. Actually, wait, where would you rank him? I mean, maybe I would say back-end QB1 this week. Who, Lamar? Lamar.
1: Mm. Or maybe, yeah, I'd I'd have have
0: him back-end QB1. Okay. I'd agree
1: with that. Um, how about Amari Cooper? This is like the definition of a bust. New quarterback hasn't been playing great. Total mess of an offense. No offensive line or anything to get that offense going. They haven't they didn't score a touchdown last week. And now to add on to the pain, they're facing the Steelers even. This has this game has shutout potential. Oh yeah, I mean this <laughs> that that'd be kind clear, of funny to watch. This is a clear bust for me. Amari I mean, Cooper. but I mean, not I, put him in your I would say do maybe not. Michael like,
0: Gallup or CeeDee Lamb, but Amari Cooper's been so consistent with, like,
1: he, he's been so consistent I feel like the year. I don't like, know if he's still going to be. For what he's yeah. expected, I think Amari Cooper's going to be worse.
0: Okay. I mean, I guess that, yeah, that's fair for sure. Definitely fair. And your next guy is Ronald Jones, who, like I predicted, Leonard Fournette is taking over for, I mean, Ronald Jones just sat for the rest of the game after that fumble. Oh, yeah, my. I
1: mean, I do not like Ronald Jones right now. He just. Seems like his workload is being invaded too much and uh I forgot to put the matchup down. I meant to. Calvin, who are the Bucks playing? Uh the Bucks? Oh. Aren't they? I I think think they the might be playing correct? uh oh yes, they're playing the Saints. The Saints have had a surprisingly good run defense, actually. It's really been their secondary, which has made yeah, their defence look bad. So uh I think that he's gonna be bottled up. And Leonard Fournette has just been the better guy so far, so yeah alrighty that is it mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> good <episode>. definitely <laughs> I can't I couldn't stop myself definitely a top 20 episode mm-hmm. maybe top 15 no I liked this episode a lot yeah it was good yeah <laughs> they've the spitballers have had 121 episodes mm-hmm. just let me yeah. put that out there saying mm-hmm. this is de- definitely a top 20 episode maybe top 15 that's a good compliment. That means it was Mm -hmm. in your top six. And that means I liked your other episodes too. Like their other episodes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at SGF pod. Chris is at Chris underscore SGF. I'm at Calvin underscore SGF. I'll be putting out, I mean, the urgent ads for Monday. Next week, we're starting our waiver show though. But like there are urgent ads for Monday night football. I'll be putting those on my waiver page. I also do some buy lows and sell highs occasionally. You want to check out our live show. Remember, you can download the sportscaster app. Like I told you about before. Follow us at SG Sports Talk or go to sportscaster.com slash SG Sports Talk. Excuse me. If you want to find my articles on techmohole you can uh, go to www.tecmohole.com slash author slash Calvin K. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash www.tecmohole.com slash author slash Calvin K. And you can find my articles because I write on there occasionally. Um, if you want to check out our preseason rankings and preseason articles, you can go to tinyurl.com slash sgfpod mm-hmm. or sites.google.com slash view slash second and gold Do so we, we don't have to
1: speak it all out, even though Calvin then proceeds to say it all out after he made the tiny URL so he didn't have to.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I made the tiny URL and so I didn't have to say that all out. But, like, it's fine. It, we're transitioning and uh, mm-hmm. it's it still feels a little weird to say. You can email us at secondandgoldfantasy at gmail.com with questions or just DM us with questions. I mean, you could DM us on our podcast account, but then you won't it's I mean, we'll have to let you know who's answering. It's a huge hassle, you know. I mean, just kidding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean DM my, me my DMs, DMs are my DMs are open if you want to mm-hmm. do that or yeah, comment me. on any of my posts with questions. Feel free. I mean, I will answer them. We I got some comments on my fantasy questions post from last week, and I answered all of them, and I mean, they the picks were pretty good, I would say.
1: hmm
0: So, um, you can email our show at secondingal sports talk at gmail.com with questions. I'm sorry we haven't done a show the past two weeks but i did two broadcasts last week i broadcasted the boston college clemson college football game then i did oh wait you
1: broadcasted that that Steelers- was a good Ravens. game
0: yeah that was a good game definitely a top 20 college game this year maybe top it's 15, not top 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna get old that's my new catchphrase okay. mm-hmm. all right anyway is that it i guess that's it mm-hmm. thanks yeah. for listening this i liked it i really like this episode i think it might yeah, have even too. been better than top, just top 15 Mm-hmm. definitely top 15 maybe top 10
1: there you go Change maybe even top, probably
0: top 10 no i this was just a all mm-hmm. around like solid yeah. solid solid if you're still listening i hope you're listening to us compliment our us, our podcast and yeah. agreeing
1: shamelessly self-promoting our own show on our <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly hopefully we can get some maybe some lis- new listeners from the spitballers podcast
1: mm-hmm. of course
0: yeah. all right thanks for listening we'll see you next time